Welcome to the Main Street Preps High School Football Preview Show. Nobody brings you more comprehensive coverage of high school sports in Middle Tennessee than Main Street Preps. Today's show is brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Remember, fans don't let fans drive drunk. Now, please welcome the host of the Main Street Preps High School Football Preview Show. Welcome back into another episode. I'm Russell Venosi here on the Main Street Preps High School Football Preview Show. Hard to believe, but we are going to be talking week five on the show today. High school football season is rolling right on here. Excited to bring you an interview with Father Ryan football coach Brian Rector. His team picked up a big 56-21 to 21 win over Brentwood Academy last week. And then after that, we will go over some week five storylines and I'll also make some predictions for some of this week's top games. Of course, we are proud to be brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office, where fans don't let fans drive drunk. Let's jump right into our interview with Brian Riding high off that big win, getting ready now for NBA this week. Brian, thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. So, Brian, uh, you guys pretty much dismantled Brentwood Academy there last Friday. Ended up being a running clock in the fourth quarter. I'm, I'm not sure anybody maybe outside of your locker room saw that coming. Uh, how were you guys able to pull away there and, and, and get the big win last Friday? Our kids were just really focused. Um, you know, there's – uh, I think we just overall played really well. We took care of the ball. Um, they were they were very excited for the opportunity and had a really good week of preparation. In fact, I think they've been preparing, you know, maybe as good as any team I've ever had all, all season and all summer and all preseason. So, um, you know, just uh, the, the, the coaching staff did a great job of making a great plan. And seriously, the kids just executed it so good. Uh, we're very proud of them and, uh, you know, hoping to keep that level of energy and execution going. So a lot of guys contributed contributed in this win, but we've got to start with JoJo Crump. Uh, 245 passing yards, 177 rushing yards, and seven total touchdowns. What did you make of his performance last Friday, and uh, what do you make just overall of this special season that he's having so far as a senior? You know, uh, that's a great question, He uh, and he really deserves that, that recognition because – he, he really is the sort of the cog of, of the whole thing. Um, his, uh, even though he doesn't play defense, he's very inspirational to the defensive side of the ball. Um, you know, in his play, whether he's running or passing, um, he's doing a great job of two things, uh, taking care of the football, um, meaning as in no turnovers, although we did, he did put one on the ground the other night and it got picked up by one of our guys. Um, but he's doing a great job overall of taking care of the football and decision-making. You know, Michael Copley, our OC and quarterbacks coach, works tirelessly uh, with JoJo on reads and decision-making. And uh, there's a lot of little things in there that, uh, say, the average fan may not uh, realize it's super important. Like when we're getting pressure and no one's open and we're pressed out of the pocket or something, he'll just toss it out of bounds. And maybe he didn't do that that much a year ago. Uh, and so I think his maturity – um, I think his dedication to the to the, the process of being an actual quarterback is and uh, is maybe what's most impressive. And, and it's his leadership um, with his leadership is absolutely valuable, whether he's playing well or not. Uh, he's inspirational to other people on the team. Yeah, you can't put a price on having a, a senior quarterback that's sort of been there and done that before. And I'm sure if, if we talked to JoJo, he'd probably be the first one to say that, hey, he's not completing all those passes, all those touchdowns without some good receivers. And you guys have one of the best uh, receivers in the area, Charlie Becker, an Indiana commitment, uh, pulled down three touchdown passes against Brentwood Academy. What makes Charlie such a dangerous weapon, especially when you guys get close to red zone and he's kind of able to use his big body there to, to go up and 
snag a touchdown. Well, you, you said it well there. Uh, he's, he's a big kid. He's rangy. He's rangy. Um, he has uh, really long arms. His hands are, are like huge. Um, but what makes him special is exactly what I talked about with JoJo. He has been a phenomenal leader, a phenomenal worker. Um, and have, hey, look, every day is not a great day for him. I mean, he'll he'll have a bad day in practice where maybe a, a couple of balls get dropped or maybe a, a route's not wrong or something like that. But he's as positive as anybody is day in and day out uh, with his work ethic. And again, very inspirational to other kids on the team. And uh, him and JoJo have worked really hard to get on the same page. You know, our slot receiver, Jack Mills, is in that mix as well as somebody who's just tirelessly worked on route running and concepts. And they, they do it with Coach Firmstad, our wide, wide receivers coach. And again, Coach Copley, they just, they've just they just been on the same page. And uh, you said it earlier with JoJo's experience, uh, Charlie, Jack, JoJo, Mason Bryant, you know, they all were starters and played pretty much all of our games last year. And so them being able to kind of do it again as seniors is a huge difference for us. Yeah, you mentioned Mason Bryant there. We had Charlie on the show this summer, and he singled out Mason as a you know a player to watch on offense. And that certainly aged well so far through these first three games. Mason had a, had a great night there rushing and receiving against Brentwood Academy. What have you sort of made of, of his development as a playmaker over these last couple of years? Um, well, you know, uh, I think coachability. Um, he doesn't have to do things uh, 15 times before he gets it right. Um, you know, one, once or twice, and he's got it. Sometimes you don't even have to have him do it. You can just say it, and he's got it perfectly. So I, I love his intuition, his vision, um, and his ability um, to be a versatile player. Okay, so I think his versatility is what makes him pretty special because he can obviously run the ball. He can catch. Uh, he goes on the other side and plays defense as well. Um, in fact, he's probably a defensive player in college, has one um, offer right now um, as a nickel safety um, we just, you know, it's tough for us to put him on both sides of the ball and lose that production offensively. Um, and we have other guys that can do the job on defense. So he's, I, I love his unselfishness too, but he really does want to play both sides of the ball. And that, that's, that's cool for a coach to hear. So it's obviously been a good start overall for you guys. Three, and zero. already eclipsed last year's win total, uh, finished two and nine last year. Um, certainly not something you guys wanted to repeat. I'm sure after you took some time to evaluate how last season went, what were some of the changes that you felt like were going to be necessary for you guys to kind of get back on that, that winning track this year? Anything and everything. And it started with me. I wasn't, a, I was not a good head coach last year. Um, and uh, I mean, the day that season was over, uh, you know, I felt like we needed to take ownership of that. I needed to take ownership of that and uh, went right to the players and, and immediately started having meetings and getting their opinions and listening to them and hearing what they had to say, um, instituting changes. Um, some some from the outside or on the surface may seem small and incremental, and maybe they are, but they add up to very, very, very big changes in things like attitude, effort, uh, energy. Uh, you know, so those sorts of things have been um, really sort of eye-opening, not just to me, but I think everybody on our team, our entire parent group, um, it's not easy to change. It's 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 just not. Uh, it's not easy to change at all, especially when you've done it as long as I have and as and as long as my staff has. But when when you're like you said, when you go to a nine, you need to really look in the mirror and take some do some serious reflecting on okay, what is it and what can we do to get better? And so we we analyzed everything, 
And almost none of it came down to offense and defense or special teams. It was almost everything that you could see from a peripheral. And one thing that did change on defense is you guys brought in former East Robertson and White House Heritage head coach Chad Broderick as your defensive coordinator. And, you know, so far through three games, you take out that kickoff return last week that Brentwood Academy had. That's You guys are only giving up eight points a game, uh, 24 points total. Um, how much has that defensive group gotten better so far um, through these first three games? Well, it's it's night and day. Um, that was one of the things that, um, you know, I'm proud of our guys and even myself for is bringing in Coach Broderick. Chad Broderick does an amazing job. It's an entirely new defense. Uh, it's different. Uh, it's it's uh, the different placing of personnel is what I have learned so much about this defense, even though I don't know a, a, a fraction of what he does. Uh, and so we, we have now guys on the field that maybe in our old defense couldn't be on the field, or at least they probably wouldn't be effective if they were. To now, they can not only be on the field, but they can be very effective. And so we've created depth. We've created a variety of bodies that we can put out there. And uh, just having him come in and, and me kind of going a little bit hand, a lot hands off on the defense and saying, hey, let me, let me learn from you, I think has been a big boost of energy for our club. Uh, and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm really glad that we have him on staff and I'm really proud of the of the players buy in because that's, of course, that matters as much as anything. As I'm sure, you know, uh, when we start looking online for high school football results, records from the past, it, it can be pretty spotty, especially when you start going back a couple of decades. Uh, but from what I could find and please correct me if I'm wrong on this, you guys may have better records over there at Father Ryan, but. Uh, I've got the last time that Father Ryan beat NBA as the 1997 Clinic Bowl State Championship at Vanderbilt. Um, what would it mean this week against NBA to finally get over that hump and, and to get a win? Well, you are correct in your statistics, um, and it, it to to this to this program to this school it means uh, it's not everything, but it's but it's a lot. It's a lot, and uh, you know our job is to be super focused uh, to be able to make that happen. Even in my time here. Uh, we've been very close, but close does not count, as we all know. Uh, you know, that's the thing I still love about football uh, is that, you know, at the end of the day, there there is a winner and there is a loser. There's no doubt about that. And we have been on the losing side of this since 1997. And obviously, we're working very hard uh, to, to um, you know, flip that at least for 2023. And it's easy to – I'm sure you guys wanted to celebrate last week's win for a while, but you mentioned the focus now on NBA. I mean, how how have you guys sort of shifted the mindset to, hey, you know, that was great what we did last week, but you've got a tough team coming in here. I know NBA is 0-4, but they've had four close losses against pretty good teams. Yes, sir. Their record does not matter. It does not matter a bit, and anybody that's worth their salt in sports knows that. Um, and uh, that is the challenge. You are correct. Uh, we have a huge win, maybe one of the bigger wins in our program's history. Uh, and we've got to turn around and we've got to we've got to basically go get the the, net, the biggest win in our program's history this week. That's 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 the challenge. So we'll see how mature we are. Um, but at the end of the day, when we roll in here on Monday, that was exactly the message to the kids. We're done. Friday's over. It's finished. You know, and what I love about it is that half of our kids, especially those that are on the field a lot, have already talked about how they've watched film and they've done this and they're excited. And, um, you know, we've 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 got to prove that we can be mature. We got to prove that we can focus. We've got to prove that we can be tough and that we can face a very different team this week than what we faced last week and, and still fight like crazy to come out on top. Got one last one for you here, Brian, and then we'll let you go. But 
you know, coming into the season, everybody had their eyes on that Division II AAA uh, East region, and deservedly so. There's Lipscomb, Brentwood Academy, uh, Macaulay, Baylor, some really good teams in there. But what about your your league in the West region? Uh, between you guys, Innsworth, MUS, Christian Brothers, uh, Briarcrest, that, that's not looking like it's an easy road either. Yeah, um, you know, that. I mean, pick your poison here. I mean, you know, between East and West, there's 11 teams in the division. And it's unreal. There's no other way to say it. I mean, it is it is absolutely unreal. Um, you know, which one I, I, I would be with you in that the East would, would definitely seem to be a, a tougher uh, region. Um, but we'll just let it play out this season. I mean, at the end of the day, none of that really matters. All Any coach, whether you're in the East, whether you're in the West, doesn't matter. Your schedule is set. All you can do is just go play your schedule and let everybody else you know, argue or talk about which one's tougher or whatever, whatever else the case may be. But uh, every coach in the region, every coach in the state is only worried about the game that they've got this Friday. And and that's all we're worried about as well. But uh, from a region standpoint, I don't think there's any doubt. It's by far the toughest region uh, in the state. I don't necessarily mean the West and then the East. I mean, in totality, uh, Division II, uh, AAA. It's, it's pretty unbelievable from top to bottom. Yeah, it really is. And that's right. You can leave the talk into and uh, the analyzing to the hacks like me. So, uh, Brian, appreciate it. Thanks for your time today and uh, good luck this week against NBA. Thanks a bunch for having me. Appreciate it. All righty. That has been Father Ryan football coach Brian Rector. His team's off to a 3 0 start. Like we mentioned, they have a chance to make some pretty big program history this week against NBA, but it will not be easy. Let's go ahead and take a break and then come back and talk some week five. Just a few drinks. I'm good. I thought it was good. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was no big deal. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I thought I could hold my liquor. As an Allstate agent in Gallatin, Larry Maynard knows many local families. His knowledge and understanding of the people in this community helps him provide customers with outstanding service. Give Larry a call at 615-452-1500. Macon Bank and Trust Company is a proud supporter of the Gallatin Green Wave. For over 100 years, Macon Bank and Trust has offered a true hometown banking experience to help you meet your financial goal. We are local people with local decision-making and ready to serve you. Don't let pain keep you from doing the things you love. With our world-class physicians, Houston Clinic Orthopedics will have you back enjoying your life in no time. From ortho care to physical therapy and more, visit our website to book an appointment. Houston Clinic Orthopedics, when experience matters. Craving the juiciest, most delicious burgers in Dixon? Look no further. Luke's Burgers and Breakfast has got you covered. Whether you're in the mood for a mouth-watering cheeseburger or a breakfast burrito, we have it all. Our secret? Only the freshest ingredients cooked to perfection every time. So why settle for ordinary when you can have extraordinary? Come on down to Luke's Burgers and Breakfast, where every bite is an experience. We are back with more here on the Main Street Preps High School Football Preview Show. Thanks for tuning in. Let's talk a few storylines heading into week five. Of course, we've got to start with that Division II AAA classification. We were just talking about it with Brian. Obviously, 
from top to bottom. It's stacked. Even some of the teams that maybe looked like they weren't going to be all that competitive have had some had some pretty solid starts. And uh, we're going to make some predictions here in a moment in the next segment for for this week's games. But I think when it comes to these this classification and these the East and West region, you kind of got to throw your hands up right now. It has been chaos, and it could get more chaotic this week because Innsworth goes to Lipscomb Academy. If they could pull that one out, uh, it would be a little bit of a surprise. But then again, not that big of a surprise given how things have gone so far. Brentwood Academy and Lipscomb Academy, two of the programs we talked about the most leading into the season, wrote about them, uh, hyped them up to a certain extent, both one and three. Now, they've each had tough schedules, and you have to account for that, I think, especially Lipscomb. You know, they've played Saraland. Uh, from Alabama. That was a state champion last year. They played IMG Academy. They went to Baylor uh, last year, state champion in, in the Division II AAA classification. So you certainly can't um, penalize them too much for that. But at the same time, this is a program that hadn't lost um, in, in quite some time, had had a long winning streak coming into this year, back-to-back state titles in the Division II AA classification. So um, anyways, Lipscomb would really use a win, could really use a win this Friday against Innsworth, but uh, Innsworth is 4-0. So this is a chance for them to improve to 5-0 to get kind of a statement win. I don't believe they've played Lipscomb Academy since Lipscomb has uh, sort of been this upper echelon nationally, nationally ranked program. I'd have to go back and look and see exactly when the last time it was they played, but I don't believe it's happened recently. And then, of course, we talked about Father Ryan. They're 3-0. Uh, going against 0-4 NBA, and that's not something that you're used to seeing if you're a big Red fan. Uh, they have been in some really tight ball games. Pearl Cone, that was that was a close one. Uh, CPA, another close one. Or excuse me, uh, CPA was, I think, a two-score game. But either way, NBA still kind of figuring things out in their post-Marcel Reed era. So got some work to do. But if Father Ryan could get that one, like we said, 1997 Clinic Bowl. Uh, some of you probably weren't alive then. I was about a year old at that point, but uh, that would be a huge, huge step for Father Ryan to get that win, and uh, especially coming on the heels of that Brentwood Academy victory. So we'll see what happens with these games in the Division II AAA classification, but uh, you certainly can't assume anything so far. It's It's been a high level of play from top to bottom. How about Pearl Cone, too? We've talked about them a lot on this show. They are now number one in our Main Street Preps top 25 rankings. We dropped Lipscomb down a few places after that loss to Baylor. Uh, they could certainly still get back up in that number one spot at some point. But right now, it belongs to Pearl Cone. The Firebirds are 4-0. Uh, four really impressive victories, including one last week, 41-14 to over Pure Academy from Memphis. And they did that on their brand-new artificial turf field. A lot of things looking good right now for Pearl Cone. And when you look at their remaining schedule, they've got Montgomery Central this week. Then you look down in their region. Um, maybe their toughest region game is Marshall County. And nothing against Marshall County, but you, you'd think that Pearl Cone could probably pull that one out. So there's a decent chance here if Pearl Cone stays focused and stays healthy. Uh, they could run the table in the regular season and put them in a prime spot there going into the playoffs. Of course, they are searching for their first state title since winning back-to-back in 1996 and 1997. Um, so certainly seems like a good time for Pearl Cone to make a run. And congratulations are in store for the Firebirds here for how they've started. And Davidson Academy, got to see them last week. Let's keep an eye on them. Of course, CPA, I think everybody's sort of viewed them as the favorite in Division II AA, especially now that Lipscomb's gone. But I think you've got to consider Davidson Academy as well. They are 4-0 now with matchups against St. George's and Pope Prep coming up. And they've got 
exactly what Father Ryan has, and that's a veteran's starting quarterback. Knox Roberts uh, is is the guy over at DA, and he's been there for three years. There's just those little things that Brian was talking about that come with the experience of being a quarterback that has been in high school football, played in a lot of games, played in some close games, taken some losses, all of that. It, it, it matters a lot, and Knox Roberts really showed that last week against BGA. You know, he made some mistakes. He did throw three interceptions, but he made up for it. Uh, and his teammates backed him up when, when they when he needed them to. And he ended up with five touchdowns, and B, uh, DA won the game fairly easily. So um, I just think that is a huge plus for Davidson County. They've got a lot of other playmakers too. Roberts completed passes to 10 different receivers, which blew me away. You don't see that in high school very often, that many reliable pass catchers. So I think that's something that is going to help them a lot down the stretch. They've got Caden Stroud at running back. Um Another guy that's been around for a few seasons, so uh, they can rely on him to, to run the ball, sort of balance that offense out a little bit. And then, of course, Glenn Seabrooks, uh, the Vanderbilt commitment, the star two-way lineman. He hasn't even played this year. He's been hurt. He was in a jersey but not fully dressed out for last week's game. Asked Coach Jonathan Quinn about that. He said that he's expecting Glenn to be back in a couple of weeks. They really want him to be fully good to go for the stretch run and for the playoffs, and I uh, can't say I blame them there because – so far, they've been okay without him, but when they get him back and if he can get fully healthy, um, that is going to be a huge boost, not only for the offensive line, but also for the defensive line. So I think if Davidson Academy gets, you know, stays healthy, stays the course here, they've get, definitely got a chance to to make some noise there in Division II AA. Now their second year, I believe, in, no, third year actually now in that classification. So um, let's take another quick break and then come back with some Week 5 predictions. Hope you stick around for that. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. I thought it was good. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was no big deal. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I thought I could hold my liquor. Welcome to the GR Group at Cry Like Realtors. Our team is comprised of seasoned veterans, military spouses, and other real estate professionals with strong ties to the military community. We specialize in helping our clients buy and sell homes, as well as providing comprehensive services for commercial and land properties. Whether you're relocating to the area interested in buying or selling a home or looking for commercial or land properties, the GR Group has the expertise and resources to help you achieve your real estate goals. Contact the GR Group today. Founded in 2005, Pamela Witt, First Lending Solutions, has a reputation of consistently offering the lowest possible rates and, above all, providing outstanding customer service. Pamela Witt, First Lending Solutions, takes pride in treating our clients with honesty and integrity. We provide excellent service and experience you can trust for all your mortgage needs, proudly serving all of Tennessee. Apply today. Call Pamela Witt, First Lending Solutions, 858-518-1506 or online at www.firstlendingonline.com. NMLS number 314276, ID 135932. Tired of hanging lights every year? We get it. That's why Southern Nights is here to help. We install programmable lighting on your home or business so you can enjoy beautiful, customizable lighting all year round. No more ladders, tangled lights, or cold nights outside. We do the work. You do the celebrating. 
Call Southern Nights today and take the hassle out of holiday lighting forever. For a free quote, give us a call at 931-241-3074 or visit our Facebook page at Southern Nights. Let's make some picks for week five. I'm going to give my predictions right now on five different games, give you a few thoughts on those as well. And, of course, visit MainStreetPreps.com to see our staff-wide predictions. We will have those up every Wednesday so you can get a good cross-section of what all of our writers and reporters uh, foresee for this week's games. So far through three weeks, for, or excuse me, four weeks, I am 30-10, and 10, a 75% win percentage. Uh, given how unpredictable high school football can be, I'm happy with that, hoping to maybe take it up a notch here this week, starting with Innsworth at Lipscomb Academy. We mentioned it earlier. Huge chance for Innsworth to make a statement and to show uh, – just how much of a contender they might be this year. Lipscomb at the same time, going to be hungry for a win. They've had three tough losses so far, and they've got now some stability at quarterback after Deuce Knight left the program. They've got Tav Schaefer. He had a solid game against Baylor last week, and I think that now in their second week, that's going to give them um, maybe a little bit more chemistry. Things calm down. You know, a big quarterback change, that can be kind of upsetting. So anyways, uh, especially when you're going against Baylor like Lipscomb was. So I like Lipscomb in this one. I am picking the Mustangs 28-21 to 21 over Innsworth. I think it could be a very good game, though. Speaking of what could be a tight game, Independence at Beach. Get this. Independence has been in three straight overtime games, six total overtime periods in, in those three weeks. So if you're predicting an Independence game, uh, take it with a grain of salt. It's, it's hard to know what's going to happen. The, these games are coming down to the wire but I also like what I've seen from Beach so far, even though they've lost a couple of close ones. Um, you've got sophomore transfer quarterback, Caden Powell. He's got 400, almost 500 passing yards, seven touchdowns, just one interception. He's looked good so far in his first couple games with his new team. And I think Beach at home is just enough here to, to get the edge. Maybe it'll go to overtime again. I'm sure Independence fans would like to get home maybe a little earlier. They've, they've been at the stadium uh, for a bit of extra time there and uh, really – Coach Scott Stidham's really earning his paycheck by uh, with all those overtimes. But I've got Beach 21-20 to 20 in that one. NBA at Father Ryan, we talked about it with Brian. Um, this has been a long time since coming for Father Ryan. I think they're going to get it done this week over the Big Red, 28-14. to 14. Siegel at Hendersonville, um, another tough game to, to, to call here. Really like what I've seen from Siegel quarterback Thomas Santel, looking at his stats. 469 passing yards, 443 rushing yards, so a pretty good balance there for the dual-threat quarterback and nine total touchdowns. I think that's going to be enough for Siegel to get a 24-20 to win on the road. And then how about Green Hill at Lebanon? These two teams have never met before. Green Hill, of course, is just in its third year. Uh, Lebanon is kind of the uh, the staple program, the longest-standing program there in, in Wilson County. And uh, Key Crowell has had a huge season. He's been up for our – Mid-State uh, High School Player of the Week, uh, sponsored by Delta Dental the last couple of weeks. He's, you know, he can return kickoffs. He can get an interception. He can catch a touchdown. It, it's a huge weapon there for Lebanon. But Green Hill, 4-0. This, they've really started to put it together here. Uh, haven't maybe played a tough schedule yet, but uh, they have gotten it done in the games they've played. So I'm going to give the edge here to Green Hill, 35-28 to over Lebanon. And, of course, you can see the rest of our picks at MainStreetPreps.com and be sure to check it out. Uh, check out the site if you haven't already. We've got high school uh, football, soccer, volleyball, a little bit of cross country in there. If you're a high school football or high school sports fan in general, I think it's worth the price of admission, $3.99 a month. 
or $34.99 for an entire year subscription. So be sure to check that out. Thanks for tuning in to the Main Street Preps High School Football Preview Show. Appreciate the time from Father Ryan, head coach Brian Rector, and we will see you back next week here on the show. You've been watching the Main Street Preps High School Football Preview Show. Nobody brings you more comprehensive coverage of high school sports in Middle Tennessee than Main Street Preps. Join us each week at this time on Main Street Media TV to get the latest news about high school football. The Main Street Preps High School Football Preview Show is brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office.